For the first time in 659 days, the Tiger Cats played a home game. Not only that, it was Labor Day against the Argos and a Hamilton victory. And we certainly celebrated on the fifth quarter. The fifth quarter podcast is now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be with you again. And not only that, wow, for the first time in 659 days, we watched the Hamilton Tiger Cats play a game at Tim Hortons Field. And what a game it was. Not only was it the first game in a long, long time, not only was it the home opener for the Tiger Cats, not only was it Labor Day, but it was a Tiger Cats victory over the arch-rival Toronto Argonauts. Hello to all our friends listening live on 900CHML, 900CHML.com, the Radio Player Canada app. And we got it working today, CHML's Facebook page. Yes, the camera is in full effect, and uh, we say a big hello to all our friends on Facebook. Uh, there's a lot to chew on today and a lot of good things to digest. The play of this team as a whole, Dane Evans is, I think, the solidified number one quarterback on this team. He has shown that over the last couple of weeks. The defense, especially in the first three quarters and early on in the fourth, ferocious. The special teams was lights out. And the offense, led by Dane, and I think a much improved offensive line, they were great today. An all-around three-phase fiesta for the Tiger Cats today in a 32-19 win over the Argonauts. And not only that, not only a win, not only a Labor Day win, not only a win against the the Argos, not only a win the first time in almost two years, but with that win, and now with a record of 2-2, the Tiger Cats are in first place in the CFL's East Division. You might say, well, wait a minute. Toronto's also 2-2. Montreal's also 2-2. But you also know that Hamilton's last two wins are against Toronto and Montreal. So via the tiebreak, Hamilton football fans, you can say you have the number one team in the East. We're throwing open the phone lines, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Want to get your thoughts on today's game? How you think this Ticats team executed today? We also know there is a big game and a big rematch coming up this Friday night in T.O., Vote for your player of the game. You can send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. If you're just leaving the stadium now and 15,000 of you were there for a sellout due to COVID protocols, that is a sellout, tweet using the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Send me your player of the game vote. All right, here's my player of the game. And there are a ton of guys we can choose from because... As I mentioned, it was a three-phase party for the Ticats today. They won each phase. Hey, you win two of the three, you're going to win the football game. There's sometimes you win one phase and do so much in that phase of the game, whether it's offensively or defensively, you can snag a victory. But today, it was a top-to-bottom total team effort and a well-coached, I thought, football game as well for the Tiger Cats. Also, send me your comments and vote for your player of the game on CHML's Facebook page as well. My player of the game, Frankie 
Williams. I mean, is this guy not one of the leading contenders for Defensive Player of the Year, Special Teams Player of the Year, Most Outstanding Player of the Year? He's He's got to be in the discussion because he's doing it all. A punt return touchdown today to make a one-score, very tight game into a two-score, suddenly blowout situation. He had five defensive tackles today. He had that game-breaking punt return for a TD. Frankie Williams is my player of the game. And again, huge win for the Ticats today for a variety of reasons. Number one, their first home game in 659 days, the Labor Day Classic against the arch-rival Argonauts. Now in first place, virtually, due to the tiebreak. All things are going well in Hamilton right now. It didn't start that way. A loss in Winnipeg, a loss in Saskatchewan, the bye week. You know, there was a lot of people fretting about how this team was going to fare. And for two games in a row now, they beat up on Montreal 27-10 last week. Lopsided win today against Toronto. I think I think it's safe to say now that this Tiger Cats team is back. The Tiger Cats team we thought we were going to see at the start of the season has now arrived. Your thoughts on the game. Vote for your player of the game. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. And if you are leaving Tim Hortons Field, you can hop onto CHML's Facebook page as well and throw us a couple of commentaries. My player of the game, Frankie Williams. Let's hear what you think. Dave has called into the program, usually first off the hop. Dave, good afternoon. Happy Labor Day. Your thoughts on today's game? It's a great, great Labor Day. Not just a good Labor Day. Anytime you beat Toronto on Labor Day, it's the second best thing to win in the Grey Cup. Wouldn't you agree? You got it. Uh, Absolutely, 100%. Listen, uh, yeah, I agree. This is good. This is probably the, t- the whole team played good. Uh, this is probably the toughest time to pick a good player, the best player of the night. But yeah, for sure, I would uh, concur with Williams. Um, imagine when uh, Posey and Addison come back and are healthy, their weapons that this Evans is going to have to throw to because I don't think he's vacating that spot anytime soon. Yeah, the difficult decision is who do you take out? I mean. Tim White had a big touchdown today. Acklin, uh, Banks, uh, there's not a lot of guys to choose from. But, hey, if Addison is healthy and Posey is healthy, those guys are definitely back in the lineup. It does create some conversation on who does come out of the lineup. Well, when you've got two guys, if you got those two guys in there playing at 100%, it's, uh, it's a, the offense is almost uncoverable. I mean, you got to pick and choose who you're going to – I mean, it's, it's, it's pick your poison kind of thing. But the other guys have done an admirable job, and they're getting the W's now, and that's what they're there to do. It's it's fantastic. I mean, the offensive line looked a little better. I still think um, there's some more tweaking. Uh, the one, the only area that concerns me still is the field goal, uh, the uh, field goal kicker. I mean, we we I think we got to do something about that. But uh, right now, all is good, and uh, hopefully, we can march into Toronto next week and uh, get another W. Dave, but, yeah, it was a great team, great team performance. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Who is your player of the game today? Yep, for sure. Frankie Williams. It's the toughest time, toughest toughest guy, though, because you can give it to Evans, you can give it to anybody. But, yeah, Frankie Williams. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Dave, and enjoy the rest of Labor Day. Thank you very much. And he said it right. It is a great Labor Day. Whenever the Ticats can beat the Argos, and it is now seven consecutive Labor Day wins at Tim Hortons Field for Hamilton over Toronto. Ever since this new stadium opened, the Ticats have owned the Argos on Labor Day. That's just a fact. Seven consecutive Labor Day Classics at Tim Hortons Field, and it's seven straight Ticats 
victories. You mentioned field goal kicker Michael Damagala, and you know he's one for one today. He did miss that extra point in the fourth quarter. Um, that That is really, I think, and even coming into the season, the one question mark, because let's face it, Hamilton has certainly been spoiled with field goal kickers from years gone by, whether it's uh, Medlock or um, Hiram Larahu uh, last year, um, you know, this or last season. This team has had so many great field goal kickers over the years. Forced Ozzy, uh, Bernie Ruoff, and you know, you go down the list, and Hamilton field goal kickers or kickers in general, there's been a lot of legendary guys in this city. Haven't quite seen that yet from Damagala. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll be that guy. But right now, he hasn't really been tested, I will say. A lot of field goal chip shots, and you never want to miss an extra point. We'll see him uh, on Friday night when the Ticats and Argos get together once again um, for their Labor Day rematch, if you will. 32-19, the final score for the Tiger Cats as uh, Calgary and Edmonton are going to be kicking off in a matter of minutes. Let's get to some uh, commentary on CHML's Facebook page. We are once again live on Facebook, and this comment comes in from Mark, who says, Big Game Cats starting to round into form. Player of the game, Jamal Roll. And, uh, you know, Jamal Roll's a name that we haven't mentioned a lot of times, but he is one of the premier secondary guys in this league. Might be one of the best cornerbacks in this league. Three defensive tackles today. He had a special teams takedown as well. So there is a vote for Jamal Roll. Um, good player. You know, he's got a great history in Hamilton. Has been one of the solid contributors year in and year out. Eric on CHML's Facebook page says, great game, great efforts, keep rolling. And Brad says, solid team effort today. All three faces finally roll for player of the game. The man was all over the Argo receivers today. Two votes for Jamal Roll for the player of the game. Let's head over to Twitter. What are people tweeting about? Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin or at AM900CHML. Allen says the boys are back in town without a doubt. Dane Evans is our QB1. Defense shined. O-line looked better. And special teams was fantastic. Player of the game was Joel Whitford. And the punt coverage team flipped the field on every third down. So a little love for punter Joel Whitford today here on the fifth quarter. We're, we're getting some uh, some different names here. And I knew there was going to be a lot of love for a lot of different players because, as I mentioned, offense, defense, special teams carried the day today. And, and, and listen to this. And Luke Tasker mentioned this at the end of the broadcast. Hamilton scored an offensive touchdown with David Ungerer in the first quarter or in the first half. And what a touchdown it was. You know, Dane Evans lofts it out there, 23-yard TD to Ungerer, makes a great move inside the 10, gets into the end zone. Special teams touchdown, of course, with Frankie Williams, 67-yard punt return for a touchdown. And a defensive touchdown with Simone Lawrence. Uh, you know, Tunde Adelike, the safety, brings some pressure off the edge. Nick Arbuckle has to go to his left. Uh, he tosses it up. Uh, Santos Knox tips it. Simone grabs it into the end zone four yards later, and all three faces showing up large here for the Ticats. Labor Day Classic win, and another one seven in a row for the Tiger Cats over the Argonauts. Final score 32-19. to In the rematch, again, there's no rest for the wicked. Rematch is Friday night. 
Kickoff is 7.30. The pregame show will begin at 6.30. 905-645-3221-STAR-9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on the game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. And, of course, on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml or at Rick Samprin. And we are also broadcasting on CHML's Facebook page. Drop me a note there. we got plenty of notes coming in. Val on uh, Twitter says, great game, player of the game, Simone Lawrence. Simone had a, uh, this is probably his best game of the year, I would think. Of course, you know, you get a defensive touchdown. You're probably going to say that more often than not. But I thought he was a little more involved in the uh, defensive pressure. Uh, He made a number of tackles, uh, ended up with three, of course had that pick six. Um, Yeah, worthy of defensive player of the game um, exploits, that is for sure. Email coming in from Alan. Hey, Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines, and I love the regulars. Alan from St. Catharines, Stephen in Penticton, B.C., you know, Dave, one, two, three, and four sometimes on the fifth quarter calling in. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for contributing to the show. Uh, Hey, Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines. A lot better game with our offensive line. Could use some work, but doing a lot better than the first two games. Stephen Dunbar and Tim White look like great additions to our receivers. Wait until we get Devere Posey and Braylon Addison back also. we got to find a way to keep them on the active roster. I know Masolius hurts, but I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Dane Evans is relaxed, and he's been on the money all afternoon. I prefer Evans over Masoli by a long shot. And Allen goes on to write, as for our defense, it's nice to see Dylan Wynn and Jagera Davis back on that front line. And how about that secondary of Roll, Brooks, Adelike, Evans, and Williams? They shut down Toronto all afternoon. Our defense is the strength of this team right now. Now let's go into Toronto on Friday and take them out. That email again from Allen. I think one thing is definitely going to change for Friday's game, and that is that McLeod Bethel Thompson is going to start for the Argos and not that that's going to be the be-all and end-all for Toronto although he did play good today uh, he did come in in the fourth quarter the game was pretty much out of hand Ticants D was playing a little bit back and prevent and soft-ish um, so I you know it'll be it'll be a strong test for that Ticants defense going against a different look and a different guy but I'm confident that they'll get uh, their act together once again on Friday and get the job done. Tweet from Austin, who tweets into at Rick Samprin using the hashtag fifth quarter. It was incredible to watch the game in person again. Can't wait to go again. But player of the game is Frankie Williams. More love for Mr. Williams. And I, I will say this. You know, it's been, and I mentioned this already a couple of times, 659 days. That, that is a long, that is a long time between games. You know, before today, it was the 2019 Eastern Final. And we missed all of last season, uh, the, you know, training camp without fans and no preseason games, no home game until Labor Day, uh, you know, four less games this year. It was great being in the stadium. You know, when, when the Ticats were at home, I'm there for the first half, chug back here and, uh, you know, get ready to host the fifth quarter after watching the second half. And just being in the stadium, and I know we can't go all over the place due to COVID-19 regulations at Tim Hortons Field. Um, You know, for instance, we can't, we, uh, us in the media, if we're in the press box, we can't go on the field. Obviously, we can't go in the locker room. Uh, All the post-game interviews are done on Zoom. So it's different, but there is that sense of normalcy to to finally get back, to finally be outdoors with other Ticats fans 
watching this team, watching this sport that we love. So it was so amazing just to be back and seeing the fans and hearing the roar, the flyover, the anthem. A seven-year-old, I don't remember her name, but a seven-year-old sung the national anthem today, and she was a rock star. That was tremendous to hear. Hopefully she'll be back because she stole the show. I mean, if that if that game ended 0-0, everyone would have been talking about, you know, uh, the anthem singer and maybe a bit about the Ticats offense and defense, I'm sure. Uh, but still, big win today for the Tiger Cats, 32-19 the final, and they are now 2-2, two and two, tied with Toronto and Montreal for first in the East by virtue of the tiebreaker. You know, if the season ended today, the Ticats would be number one in the East. Let's go back to the phones. Alex has called in in the fifth quarter. Alex, good afternoon. Happy Labor Day. How are you? You too. Uh, I'm concerned about the team because how many times have we, particularly against the Argos, get all the points. We've got the game basically in hand midway through the fourth quarter, and then I don't know what happens. We allow them. Today, they had two touchdowns, which they shouldn't have had. I get your point. You know, it's 32 It's there? thirty-two to 12, and I think the Ticats think, you know, it's 32-12 with under seven minutes to go. And I know, and, and I'm one of these guys too, I want, I want the team to continue to go for the jugular and don't take your foot off the pedal. And I'm not saying the Ticats did that, but they did relent a little bit, especially in offense, because they didn't go for the jugular. They were playing it safe with, you know, a couple of runs, some dinking and dying passes. Uh, there was a couple of two and outs in that uh, late stages of the fourth quarter. The defense wasn't as sharp, and that, I think, gives a little bit of momentum to Toronto. So, yes, you have a point, but in the same sense, I think they knew in their heart of hearts they had the game. Hopefully that doesn't come to bite them in the butt later on if they're up big against an opponent and they blow a lead. We can't see that, that's for sure. My point is, I think I've seen this before happen. In terms of blowing a big lead? Where they've got the game in hand, and then the last few minutes they seem to let up or something happens. And the opposition, particularly the Argos, score a couple of touchdowns. And, you know, given another five minutes, it could have been a very tight ending. It could have been. Hey, if that game's five more minutes, I think that a few uh, fans would have uh, shorter fingernails. That's for sure. Well, I'm sure. But does the team let up to some degree because, oh, we've got it won? Uh, I don't know. But this, I, I find that this has happened on many occasions in the past. So... I don't know. I, it's just an, exp, uh, an opinion I'm, I'm expressing. But no, other it's, than it, that, I think it was per, you know beautiful today. Really, we and we needed it, didn't we? Uh, definitely, especially you know the first home game you want to win. But not only is it the first home game; it's Labor Day against the Argos. It's almost a I don't want to say must win, but you really want to win this game. Yeah, but and another thing I didn't like at the end of the whistle, we had that altercation. So now, what does that mean to this game? Nothing, but. They're going to remember it on their home turf next Friday. And is there going to be retaliation? I don't know. But I I wish that they would discipline themselves more instead of getting into these little fisticuffs. I hear you. And that that will most definitely carry over to Friday. And I will say this. I thought the Ticats were very... Uh, number one, I think they were too conservative at the end of the game. But yes. to, to the point in terms of, you know, the, the fisticuffs, the retaliation, I thought the Ticats were well-mannered. It was the Argonauts who took three unnecessary roughness penalties in the first half. They had that 15-yard face mask penalty. They were, I think, too aggressive and way over the line. And the Ticats, I think, just said, all right, you want to play that way? We'll beat you on the scoreboard. We'll get the two yeah. points, and we'll see you on Friday night. 
Yeah, let's hope it's a good season. We needed to vindicate that terrible loss in the Grey Cup. But anyhow, I'm proud of the team, so let's go, Oski Wee Wee. And thank you very much for allowing me to speak. Thank you, Alex. And who's your player of the game? <laughs> well, I'm not really sure. I, uh, yeah, uh, Some of them have said uh, Simone Lawrence, but that was the one that's based on the one big play that he made there getting the touchdown. But, uh, well, I'd have to go with Dale Evans because I, I think he was cool even when they weren't able to produce until they, you know, got their first touchdown. And he doesn't see, he seems cool all the way along. So I'll go with him. Excellent pick. Alex, enjoy the rest of Labor Day. Thank you so very, very much. Bye. Take care. Uh, Dane Evans, by the way, today, tw- very efficient. 21 of 29, 248 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Ran the ball twice for 10 yards, and I know he was sacked, I think it was three times. Um, a tidy performance. You know, stepped up into the pocket. He fired some, you know, long whistlers downfield. Uh, he wanted to stretch the field. I think the Argonauts' defense, they looked at that setup and thought, all right, we can take our shots. They did. They hooked up on a biggie, a 57-yard TD to, uh, to Tim White. And uh, this Dane Evans-led offense is looking way better in week, what are we in, five? than we did under Jeremiah Masoli in weeks one and two. There is no discussion about that. There is no argument. Don't call in and debate it because the stats are there. The facts are there. The wins and losses are there as well. This Ticats team with Dane Evans under center right now is way better than what we saw in the first two weeks of the campaign. Hey, Ben, let's play a highlight from today's game. Grab, grab whatever highlight you want. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You let me know when you're ready with that highlight, and we're going to entertain our fans with the the dulcet tones of R.J. Broadhead. Uh, also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page today. Hey, if you have a comment about today's Labor Day victory by the Tiger Cats, 32-19 over the Argos, give me a call, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're live until 5 this afternoon. Shoot me an email, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. And yes, we are broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, so you can comment there as well. All right, let's see what Ben's highlight of the game is here. Evans gets the snap in the shotgun. There's pressure coming from the Argonauts. Gets to the line of scrimmage, and he dumps it off to David Ungerer, who stiff arms one Argo, dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! David Ungerer, what an effort to put the Tiger Cats back in the lead. Yeah, it was 3-3 at that point. Evans to Ungerer make it 9-3. Extra point is good, 10-3. The Cats were off to the races. They'd never really trailed in the game at all. And um, I think that throw got Dane Evans very much into the game. Ungerer, his first CFL touchdown. He was, you know, active today. I think all the receivers were really good, whether it was Banks or White, Acklin, Ungerer, uh, total team effort on uh, the offense today. Tweet coming in from Jimmy. Hey, Rick, a great win today. My player of the game is Frankie Williams. That punt return TD set the tone. Defense on fire. Oski Wee Wee can't wait for Friday. Gordy says, gotta be Roll Island. His uh, Jamal Roll's Twitter handle is at Roll Island. Uh, difference maker at corner reminds me of Delvin Bro. Jeffrey, also on Twitter, says, Jamal Roll, great in coverage all game. Jamal Roll is getting a lot of love, and there is no doubt in my mind that he is well-deserving of that love. One more tweet, and then we'll get to some emails and some Facebook messages as well. 
Matthew on Twitter says, great win for the boys, played well on all sides of the ball, and shut down the Argos offense. My player of the game goes to the entire D as they were solid all night. Yeah, the defense <laughs> the defense was good. The defense was rock solid. They got to uh, Nick Arbuckle. Um, they got to the receivers. I know, you know, the Argos scored a couple of touchdowns late, but that defensive effort was a good one today. In terms of uh, quarterback sacks, it was 3-3. I should mention penalties as well, because we were talking a couple of weeks ago about penalties, especially after the Montreal game. Ticats had seven penalties for 84 yards. The Argos had nine penalties for 93. So they were certainly the aggressors today in a bad way. Seven consecutive Labor Day Classic wins for the Ticats over the Argonauts at Tim Hortons Field, 32-19, the final this afternoon. To the email we go, Rick, at 900CHML.com. You can send me a note on email. Vote for your player of the game as well. This email is from Anthony, who writes, Hey, Rick, has the feeling of walking into a Tiger Cats game ever been missed? Our boys were on it today. Defense and offense performed outstanding. Even special teams showed how dangerous they can be. Dane looked great. He better be our number one from here on out. The offense as a whole looked on it. Now imagine adding Addison and Posey to that. The defense was scary good, tightened up when they needed to, not allowing many big plays and getting to the quarterback while applying tons of pressure. Lawrence and Santos Knox are a deadly one-two punch in uh, the backfields. I think it means linebacking core, but uh, we get the sense. Something that the opposing offense needs to keep in mind. And uh, Anthony goes on to write, the last three minutes of the game meant nothing on the defense. It was essentially garbage time, so you cannot hold that against them. Also, our kicking game looks like it has finally improved today. Players of the game, Santos Knox and Simone, outstanding today on defense. Thanks, Rick. That email from Anthony. So let me write down Simone Lawrence with more love for him. Santos Knox, player of the game nominee as well. And, uh, you know, he was good in the middle. Uh, I think he led the game in tackles for the Tiger Cats. Let me just bring up my quick stat sheet so I'm not lying. Yes, he did. Eight defensive tackles led all defensive players today, whether they were in black and gold or double blue. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. And let's go to the phones. And uh, Catherine is called in to the fifth quarter. Catherine, good afternoon. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm glad they won today. I was thinking about going, but I didn't go to the game. But uh, I thought that Dane Evans uh, did an excellent job today, and he should be uh, voted like the most uh, important person or... The player of the game? Yes. Okay. So what did you like about Dane? Um, Just the fact that uh, he did a really good job um, because Mazzoli wasn't there, and... uh, I thought he did a really good job. He was great today. Catherine, appreciate the call. Enjoy the remainder of your Labor Day. Okay, thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Dane Evans was rock solid today. And I think, you know, Jeremiah Masoli is battling a, you know, a rib issue. He suffered that injury uh, a couple of weeks ago now against the Saskatchewan Roughriders. That forced him to miss last week's game. Dane Evans was good against the Alouettes, so much so, you know, they won that game quite handily, 27-10. to 10. And, you know, if if Masoli is healthy next week, or Friday, which I don't really envision, but if he's healthy sometime soon, I, I think this is Dane Evans' team. 
I really do. And, and I will say I was a proponent to give the ball to Masoli, uh, you know, for, for game one this year. What I saw in training camp, what I saw at practices, you no, know, I liked what I saw. I thought, you know, this guy's got it together again. And I'm not saying he doesn't, but he struggled in the first couple of games. This often struggled in the first couple of games. This right now, I think, is Dane Evans' team. And I think you just keep rolling with him until he stumbles. And, you know, knock on wood, he doesn't get hurt because he's playing lights out right now. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter. Richard writes, um, Jeff Reinbold's special teams gets my vote for player of the game. Felt good to have live football again. And yes, it did. And that's special teams unit. You know, special teams is the phase of the game we pay the least attention to because, you know, it's coverages on kickoffs. It's, you know, field goals and punts. It's punt and kick returns. And it's exciting when we see a touchdown. But it is a vitally important part of football. It's all about field position. It's all about momentum. It's all about preventing or putting points on the board. And I know we always look at the offense and we look at the defense and how they're performing. But this Ticats special teams unit and a tip of the cap to Jeff Reinbold has been one of the best in the CFL for the longest time. I mean, can we say... I don't know, five, six, seven years, perennially, year in and year out, this is one of the best coached, best executed special teams teams in the CFL. And that's saying a lot because it's an important part of the game. Sally on Twitter writes, awesome game, roll for my choice for player of the game. And uh, Jamal Roll and Frankie Williams now tied for player of the game votes. So there you go. Uh, You can send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. Join us on CHML's Facebook page to get in your thoughts on today's game and vote for your player of the game. Uh, Ruth on CHML's Facebook page says, Solid game, player of the game for me is Roll. He was everywhere. Another vote for Jamal Roll. He might just be running away from this uh, player of the game vote. But hold on a minute. Bruce chimes in with, glad to see you back on Facebook, Rick. Great game by all the Ticats today. Williams is my player of the game. I may not be able to attend the games in person this year, but I'll always cheer on the Ticats. And that is great to hear. And Bruce, don't feel like, you know, I would say don't feel bad that you can't go to the games. If you can't or uh, you feel it's unsafe, and I will say it is not unsafe, it was tremendously managed today at Tim Morton's Field, But if you feel that you just can't go to the game for whatever reason, don't feel bad. Because we're living in a different time. It is a scary time for many of us. I will say this, hats off to the Ticats because they really nailed it in terms of COVID-19 protocols. And I know it was a little slow getting into the stadium for a lot of fans, but they're doing it right. They're checking vaccine, proof of vaccination. They're administering tests if they have to. They want to make sure number their first priority You know, aside from winning football games and being an entertainment venue or an outlet for you, their first priority is to keep you safe. So if you decide to go to a game, rest assured things will be okay. They're doing it tremendously well, so hats off to them. Uh, Also, before we take another break, let's go back to CHML's Facebook page. Brad writes, this is another Brad, uh, awesome game, this game rocked, definitely missed the roar. And we also have, I think it's Reverend G.A. Clark. I I don't know the man. 
Um, but R-E-V, I think, usually means reverend. Uh, it's time to give some love to Mark Washington. And yes, sir, amen to that. Mark Washington, defensive coordinator for the Ticats, has this Ticats defense engine running well. It's a well-oiled machine, and he is the architect of it, and they're playing very well. Uh, and Jen writes, great game. They needed it. Dane is the starter going forward. Player of the game is Dane. Go, Cats, go. And this is going to favor the Tiger Cats. Horace Beatty from his own end zone. Frankie Williams standing at his 45. It's a high punt. Frankie Williams breaks one tackle, gets through the yep. middle. He's over midfield Touchdown. into the 40, 35, <laughs> 30, 20. Frankie Williams. Touchdown, Tiger Cats! Oh, yeah. Putt return, touchdown, Frankie Williams! And that really broke the game open, and not only that, that is the big play of the game. Frankie Williams goes 67 yards to make it a two-score game. It was 10-4 at halftime, and with 7.39 left to play in the third quarter, 67 yards to the house, 17-4 is the score after the extra point, and the Ticats were off to the races. And that's why, for me, Frankie Williams is the player of the game. Email from Lisa, who writes, Greetings, Rick. It was, sorry, this is from Stephen in Penticton, B.C. I think he's using Lisa's, uh, maybe a significant other's um, email. Uh, that's a total guess on my part, Stephen. If that's not the case, I apologize. <laughs> Stephen writes, it was a great team victory today. All-around three-phase game effort. I have to give the player of the game to the complete team. Offense. Defense, special teams, and coaching was spot on. I believe I called this game last week saying the Cats crushed the Argos. Much more to come. Fellow Cats fans, best regards, Stephen, out in B.C. And I think, yes, Stephen, you did call that the Ticats would crush the Argonauts. Hey, if you have a thought that you want to tell me about here on the fifth quarter, give me a call. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on yourself. Of course, you can email rick at 900chml.com or on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, so you can hop on there and uh, give me your thoughts on today and vote for your player of the game. Email from Steve in Niagara Falls. Oski wee wee salutations, Rick. I thought it was a great all around team effort today on all sides of the ball. It was also nice to see the O line improving. That said, let me ask you with 14 of 32 points coming from defense and special teams, does the offense need to step up just a bit more if we're looking for a great cup? My player of the game is Jamal Morrill in a stellar defensive uh, performance. That email again from Steve in Niagara Falls. I'll say this about the offense. I thought the offense was really good today up until, you know, I, I think they played it too conservative in the fourth quarter. Think about this. If it is a tight game, you know that Dane and the offense are going to be throwing the ball downfield again. What they were doing in the first three quarters, he'd be well over 300 yards passing, I would think, unless something really went awry and he had a couple of turnovers, which he has not had this year. I think this offense is fine. I'd like to see a little more production out of the run game. But, hey, when you're getting first downs throwing the football, especially in the CFL, you're doing something right because defenses can say, all right, they're throwing the ball, you know, seven out of ten times, six and a half out of ten times. You know, let's pin our ears back, try to get to the quarterback. That's where the offensive line comes in, and I thought that O-line played much better today. So, yes, I do get your point with, you know, the lack of touchdowns today. But, you know, one was a 57-yarder, the other one was a 23-yarder, 
And I think for the most part, the Ticats offense controlled the pace of this game. Again, up until they pressed the conservative button in the uh, fourth quarter. Rick on email says, here's a thought. Has Evans solidified his job as the number one quarterback? Absolutely. In my mind, I mean, why would you change anything right now? Dane Evans is playing phenomenal. The team is winning. Yeah, Masoli wants to get back on the field. But I think Jeremiah will be the first to tell you that, hey, listen, Dane is playing much better than I am right now. Let's roll on hand. I think if you're the Ticats, there's no doubt in my mind that Dane Evans is your guy for the foreseeable future. And I'm not, I'm just not just saying this year. Uh, th- this guy has the goods. He's calm in the pocket. He's got a great arm. He can read a defense. You can see he's got command of the huddle. They're winning. I mean, those are all check marks for me. I would not change a thing. Randy in Oakville writes, Hello, Rick. It's so nice to have football home games after 659 days. A fantastic showing by the Cats. Lots of possibilities for player of the game. Definitely Frankie Williams for me is player of the game. Cats, let's do it again on Friday. Oski, wee wee, best wishes to the fifth quarter. And Rick, again, that email from Randy in Oakville. I'll take a quick peek on CHML's Facebook page. We have a note from Susan who writes, Frankie Williams is my vote for player of the game. What a run. Kudos to security. They did an excellent job screening everyone prior to the game. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Susan, because I was talking about that earlier on. I, I know it was slower than normal getting into the stadium because, you know, that the, the Ticats officials and security are looking for that proof of vaccination. And rightfully so. I think we want to keep everyone safe in the ballpark. That, uh, you know, word to the wise, gates open 90 minutes prior to kickoff. Get there as early as you can. I know there's a lot of tailgating going on uh, on Labor Day. And, uh, you know, you want to finish off those ribs or that pulled pork sandwich or that beverage before you get into Tim Hortons Field. But, um, you know, coming the next home game, which is on September 17th against Calgary, hey, get there early and avoid a longer-than-normal lineup. But, again, the Ticats did a great job today, and Susan kind of backs that up as well. Email from Big Ange in Stony Creek. Hi, Rick. An impressive display from the Tiger Cats this afternoon on their first game back. A great game plan from Condell executed perfectly from Dane Evans. The offensive line played fantastic, gave the quarterback enough time to dissect the Argos methodically and finish drives while chewing up the clock. I thought defensively these guys played as a unit, totally dominated and blew up the Argos while not taking the unnecessary penalties. Great motivation, aggression, and passion displayed today. And this is Tiger Cat football. Player of the game, Dane Evans. So Big Ange has his vote in for Dane Evans. And uh, Evans now with four votes. Let's see, Frankie Williams is eight. Jamal Roll with seven. We got two for Simone Lawrence, four for Dane Evans, um, and one for Joel Whitford, the defense, Santos Knox, and the team. Uh, we got about uh, three minutes left in this fifth quarter. We still have some emails to get to, so I'm going to try and rifle through those. This one from Joe, who says, Hey, Rick, man, it is a great feeling starting 7-0 on Labor Day. And Joe's referring to seven consecutive wins on Labor Day. We know the team is 2-2, two and two, but 7-0 and on Labor Day against the Argos at Tim Hortons Field. That, that's phenomenal. Uh, they started strong, and Frankie did it again, sparking the team. I was at this game, and you would know it was capped at 15,000 people. Ticats Nation was loud. My player of the game goes to the defense. They stood strong. The offense looked good as well. 
Can't wait for Friday. I'll be joining the crew heading to Toronto. Oski, wee wee, that email from Joe. And yes, 15,000 is the cap at Tim Hortons Field because of Ontario government's uh, COVID-19 uh, rules and regulations. Email from Arlene, who writes, Hey, Rick, we're seasoned seed holders, and we will probably not attend, but it's not that we are concerned about our safety, but that we believed in our civil rights and that we can choose either we want an injection or not without government mandating it for us. Uh, we'll watch every game and cheer loudly as usual. Frankie Williams, player of the game. So, Arlene, getting a little political on the fifth quarter. Hey, that's fine. This show's for you. We want to get your thoughts. But choosing not to go because of the uh, proof of vaccination mandate, if you will, at Tim Hortons Field. And listen, I support it. I want everyone to enjoy the game. I want everyone to be safe. And, you know, beyond those two factors, I'm not going to argue with you because I think those are the two biggest priorities in terms of going to a live event, whether it's a concert or it is a sporting event uh, or you're going to a movie theater. I want, you know, for me and as a family, and I don't want to get too political here on the fifth quarter, but I want the safety to be one of the first priorities. If you can guarantee me or at least uh, assure me that it's going to be as safe an environment as possible, I'm in. I cannot argue with that. So, yes, attendance today, 15,000 at Tim Hortons Field. Player of the game today, voted by you, the fans, by one vote over Jamal Roll. Frankie Williams is the player of the game tonight. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is not only all 15,000 who showed up at Tim Hortons Field, but everyone who contributed here on the fifth quarter via the phone, the email, Facebook Live, Twitter. Thank you very much for being a part of this fifth quarter. We're going to wrap it up here. Big Tie Cats win 32 19. Hamilton now 2 and 2. The rematch against the Argos this Friday night. 6 30 pregame here on CHML. 7 30 kickoff for producer Ben Strawn. My name is Rick Samprin saying good night here on 900 CHML. Where Tie Cats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.